Hello, 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 welcome, welcome. My name is Yaz and this is the Kid is 40 podcast. And we have a great show today. Uh, we have the guys from VPG Asia and it's going to be an awesome time. I hope you enjoy the podcast and please always like, follow, share, tell your friends, tell your mothers, tell your fathers, tell your families, tell everyone you know. Because this is going to be an awesome day and an awesome podcast. Peace out. Welcome guys. Okay. Hello everyone. Wow. <laughs> so, so today we have uh, the team from VPG Asia. Uh, I think all four of these play a very, very integral role uh, in the pro club scene. So today I'm here to actually have a conversation with them, to, to, to chat with them, you know. Uh, but before I start, uh, bros, I want to ask you guys something. Uh, and this is how I'm going to start all of my, my uh, future all my podcasts and from now and later. Okay, this, this, this question is uh, a little bit left field, you know, but since we are, I would say most of us are fasting. I, I, all of all fasting, eh? Can say that everyone's fast, everyone fasted today? <laughs> okay, definitely. of course. Okay, that's good. Okay, just a quick question. Eh? If let's say, right, if you were to be stuck in an island uh, for the rest of your life and you can only bring one local delicacy, uh, one local dish, okay, um, to this island for, and to eat for the rest of your life uh, because you love it so much, what is that dish? So I will help you guys. You guys can think about it first. I will say what 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 my dish is. My dish is this uh, asam pedas that I ate today for 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 Buka. Uh, it's actually by it's actually by uh, uh, by this uh, person on Instagram called Soul Kitchen by Yana. I'm not I'm not getting any any uh, ad money from these people. All, but the asam pedas is out of this world. So everyone check out Instagram Soul Kitchen by Yana. Her, her or him, I don't know. The asam pedas, the asam pedas uh, is the best asam pedas I ever tasted in a long time. So that's my choice. So how about you, man? How about you guys? Okay, and, and before that, you can also introduce yourself while you actually answer this question. Eh? So maybe you can, maybe you can start first, Isham. Oh, okay. Uh, right, guys. Uh, what's up, Isham here? I'm also known as a GGHS gamer. Uh, I play for Garrett Gamers, managing them as well, together with Shawal. Um, so if if I'm stuck on an island and there's one local delicacy that I'll bring, uh, I would say it has to be chicken rice, man. I'm a big fan of chicken rice, especially if it's uh, breast meat. I enjoyed it, especially one that is from Ayer Raja uh, Food Ayer Center. Raja. Yeah, Ayer Raja Ayer Raja Ayer I have, a, yeah. I have a funny story about, about chicken rice, especially breast meat. Uh, I have a good oh. friend of mine, he's Chinese, right? And he also likes yeah. eat chicken rice. Then there was there's this famous chicken rice stall opposite the Masip Polytechnic, which is um <laughs> which is a Malay Malay stall. So she doesn't know how to tell the lady and how to say breast meat in Malay. So I say, he asked me, yes, what 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 should I tell the lady? So I tell you, you go to the lady, you go to the machi, and then you tell her, I want. Nasi ayam, titi. <laughs> that is so wrong. <laughs> that is so wrong, yeah. That is so wrong. And she actually did it. Man. He actually did it, sir. So, yeah, that's it. Okay, so chicken rice from Ayer Raja. Eh? Okay, Mr. Sovian. Introduce yourself, Mr. Sovian. Oh, we can't I cannot hear you, Mr. Sovian. My, my. Hear you. Oh, what? What's up? Look, What's up? Can you guys hear me? <laughs> yes, you yeah, now we can hear you. Okay, what's up everybody? My name is Rock. And to those viewing on Twitch right now, if you're down with us, give me a hell yeah! Hit the comment section. Hashtag hell yeah. <laughs> okay, as for me, for me, I would uh same message as chicken rice, but from Tank Tea House, Baduk, Baduk Corner. Baduk Corner. Oh, Tank the Tea House. Life. There's the best chicken rice in Singapore. Nice, 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 nice. Okay, Mr. Original Makatman, also known as <laughs> Original Makatman. Apa dah? Okay. okay also, also known as Halim bin Jumaat. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, I've been playing for I don't know how many years already. I'm also forty, almost almost the same age as you, forty-one. Okay, oh. and okay lah. I've been playing pro clubs for so long, Ria. I think I also don't know how long, Ria. And I, I just retired also, actually. Semi-retired lah. <laughs> okay, 
the, for me the famous food I like to eat actually uh, I don't know if it's called rojak Indian rojak at uh, this uh, Air Raja also there's one Ooh, shop there yes, yes uh, I know it. I know what you're talking about uh, yeah that is my favorite food actually Tengok lah badan gemuk macam ini, makan rujak biasa lah. <laughs> okay, thanks bro, thanks bro. Yusuf, how about you bro? Introduce yourself and tell us what you, what's your, what the one food that you bring when I I'm Yusuf. Here, actually, my one food that I will bring would be prata kosong. Because when oh. I see this screen here, I see a Liverpool jersey. It reminds me of the prata kosong. <laughs> <laughs> I know you will see that one. <laughs> so oh, yes, I will bring the prata kosong along with me so I can remember the Liverpool fans also. <laughs> it's hilarious. They're standing to Liverpool. This is this is a Rangers jersey like which is actually managed by by a Liverpool legend. So although I'm not a Liverpool fan, uh, many might know or might not know I'm a Newcastle fan. Uh, I, I I go through a lot of pain in my life, so that's what I mean. <laughs> I've been I've been I've been going through a lot of pain in my life as a newcomer. Okay, anyways, so thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for for joining here. So I think I think what what I would want I think maybe the viewers also want is that how did you guys actually first started you know playing pro clubs? You know I'm sure it all started with FIFA, right? Like for me, I only my first game of pro clubs was last year. If I'm being honest, I played FIFA for I think close to about 20 years already, but I only started playing pro clubs last year. And I have to admit, pro clubs is one of the most exciting game modes. I never had so much fun. But I think the problem with me, because I also run FTRD, so the, the people I play with are just too good for me. So uh, within within like three, four games around, they check out, hey, yes, I, I think we, we, need, we need to replace you. So, but it was a very fun game mode. So maybe you can just really speak on uh, you guys, on, on how you guys started, you know, playing pro clubs uh, together or, you know, individually. So who's going to start first? Go lah. Rock Kang Kang lah. We start with the oldest one lah. Oldest one lah. <laughs> yeah lah. Actually, actually uh, to be honest lah, uh, the two, Hisham and Rock Kang Kang is a much more famous name inside the pro club community lah. Yeah. For me, we, I'm just the ordinary, original macha man. Uh, playing for how long? I've been. I think I started in pro club in uh in the uh, defunct league in Indonesia. I don't. I can't remember which team also. Then I I like you know just play around pro club, relax, relax. Like I make a new club called Budak Budak Masjid. So we just oh. go around, relax. You know, like have fun. Ah, game pro club is all about fun, right? So yeah. And then I become more competitive in 2017 when I joined the Invisible. And then after that, the Master Rangers. And then, uh, of course, I joined uh, Juga Glitch. I joined a lot of clubs really. Uh. So, yeah, I mean, but uh, of course, uh, the most memorable, there's a lot of memor- memories, uh, fun memories playing pro club. Uh. Like, you know, the experience, the you know, scoring the winning goal, or, you know, uh, uh, def- uh, last minute defeat. All these are uh, all the things that I face. I uh, so much fun, uh. But of course, uh, this uh, the like Hisham and Rock Kang Kang actually has been playing much more experience than me actually. Correct or not? Actually, HS is the most experienced. Uh. He started since what? FIFA, <laughs> FIFA what? FIFA 10, 11, 12? Yeah. Oh, he wow, started FIFA 10. 10. Oh, FIFA 10 actually have pro clubs already. I didn't know that idea. I just wanted to ask you when the actually pro clubs even started on FIFA. It, it's FIFA, FIFA 10, but it was it was much more better than FIFA 11. Ah. I can imagine. Okay. Wow. Uh, Ultimate team started in FIFA 09. So pro clubs started after FIFA. Ultimate uh, team interesting. So yeah. FIFA 10. So how how different is it now from pro clubs now? Like I mean now that what what the what are the key differences between like pro clubs in FIFA FIFA 10? And then now, what 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 are the key? Or is it still the same? So uh, basically, the main the main difference, right? Back then, uh, FIFA ten, you you actually control real life players. You don't get to create your own uh, virtual just like players, PES. just like uh, just like PES. So you basically, and and I think back then, uh, if I'm wrong, even FIFA 09, they restarted this first, but I think a maximum of only five players. 
if ah, I remember correctly. Okay. Five players, just five players in FIFA 09. FIFA 10, then they expanded to full 11. Okay. Yep. And then after that, um, they, they introduced the virtual pro uh, player mode. So that's when you can actually um, uh, create your own player, level up and all those things. And of course, back then also leveling up the stats is much simpler. Okay, because uh, as compared to now, now you have to grind the games, you have to play the games. But back then, all you got to do is just uh, complete uh, certain tasks or accomplishments. For example, uh, you know, score from outside the box, maybe 10 times. Um, do 100 tackles, you know, that kind of thing. So back then, all the players, uh, you know, we would do stupid things like uh, we create two different clubs. We try to match up with each other, just two yeah. on each side. And then we just um, abuse all the uh, uh, accomplishments that we need to do. So one half, team A will, will complete certain tasks. Then second half, the other team will do. So that was back then uh, how the pro club scene was. And, and one more interesting thing is that um, during, like when you score goals, right? You can actually communicate with your opponent. So back then, FIFA was very toxic. Is much more toxic than now because Wendy, once you score, once you score a goal, you know you start trolling the other opponents. The opponents start troll you back, and a lot of vulgarities come out. You know, calling names. And Australia was also, uh, you know, in the same server as Singapore, so you get a lot of uh, kids from Australia. No offense, um, you know, shouting at you when they score. You know, it's very toxic, but it was very fun. That's what makes pro clubs fun back then. How about, so how about you, Rock? When did, when did you start playing pro clubs? Actually, recently also. I just started about... <laughs> four or five years ago. 2016. Uh, 2016. Still new. Uh, still new to pro clubs. Still, uh, uh, still, still a newbie. Uh. Unlike the okay. masters, the Sifu here, like Yusof. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's talk to the master now. Uh, Good friends are uh, back then. Okay. So, Master, when, when did you start playing pro clubs? Uh, I think I only played for a short while. I, I started in 2018. Eh, 2017. FIFA 17. Yeah, that I so far only played with two clubs, Palabana. And then after that, <laughs> they changed to Juga Glitch. Yeah, and yeah, we, we let, each time when we play HS thing, we let them win. Uh, so... Okay, so I think I think what's also important now is just yeah, I also want to understand that you know how how did VPG come about? I, I know VPG is a worldwide brand, it's actually a platform that people use to actually play, play, play all kinds of games, not just pro clubs, right? But it's actually quite synonymous to pro clubs, right? VPG. I mean even the, the world championship is actually it's actually a VPG championship. So I'm just wondering, like, I mean, where, where did where did it all start? Like who who is the one that actually approached or did VPG approach you guys? How did the how did VPG actually grow, you know, uh with you guys? I think actually, you yeah, the, how it started was actually it was because we were playing. Honestly, previously there was only one league in Singapore for pro club, and we will call that the bigger league, lah. So they were the bigger league. So at the point of time when I was playing from 2017 to 2020, or 2019, 19, yeah. I I felt that it's like I am just playing and wasting my electricity every single night. For leisure, I mean, there's no point for me in playing, playing a game and then with no purpose. Just like I mean, it's the same thing when you play games since you were young all the way till now. Your mom will nag. Come main game, Madarim. What per? Balik kecil tak mandi tak apa main game. Abi. Oh ya tak mandi. Kita mandi dulu. Tak aku mandi tak tahu. So now we know that we tak mandi lagi ya. So yeah, I mean, so so, and when we are when I look at the other games, all the other games were actually players were playing games and they were winning winning prizes, winning cash. So I was asking myself, why not pro clubs? I mean, since 
it's the same thing. It's, it's still a sport. It's still a team game. It's the purest form of football, actually, honestly. If you ask me, if you compare it to 1v1 or foot, no offense to, to foot players. So, at that point of time, Halim was actually going through <laughs> the I, the bigger leagues uh, national team selection. Uh, he was, I think, one of the one of the candidate for for manager lah. He went, he 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 volunteered to be the manager. So, yeah, I think something something along that line happened, which resulted to me <laughs> telling him that. Uh, tell you what, I think let's stop playing this league lah. We start a new league lah. <laughs> And, <laughs> I think it, it was funny, right? You were, you were you were doing something like with your internet or I mean your website. You want to put up a mock up league actually. Remember? Yeah. When I when I told that to to my team, which was Juga Glitch, none of them believe me <laughs> because I was <laughs> no one, no one believe me until the point <laughs> we really did the registration. Then only then people start to believe that oh oh you really mean shit at this time, bro. So <laughs> so when I decided to do that, I think I had the conversation with Halim when he was going to KL in Changi Airport, yeah, where, airport where yeah. I was working. Hmm. Where I was working, so, I, so he was about to fly. So he took, I met up with him. So uh, I told him, I, I told him my plans. I told him that uh, I was already in touch with VPG prior to that. So VPG was actually just waiting for my decision to say that okay, I am going to do this, and then they are going to support me from the back. So when I had that discussion with Alim, he was like, "Cause serious, kau nak bikin ni, boleh ke?" They are the bigger leagues, so and then if you are going to start something fresh now, they have been in the market for maybe seven, eight years, and then kau nak masuk gini, kau boleh ke? That boleh ke? That boleh ke? I think until the point the anak flight pun dia masih tanya lagi, kau boleh ke? I mean, no, was, we, I, I mean, come on lah, we, we have all our doubts here lah. I mean, agree lah, agree about that lah. But yeah, you so you did. I mean, come on lah. We 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 were we were scared. We only have two person, you and me only. And yeah, it was only the two of us. Yeah. And then when he was in KL, then I think uh, Rock Rock was in touch with Halim, or oh, Halim yeah. was in when in touch with Rock. I, I I I was talking with Rock also, and I I think uh, I pull. I mean, I say Rock, you want to hey. I I think I, we have an idea of getting this league. I think Brock has the same mind as what I have that day. Uh. And I call uh, Yusof to tell hey, you pull this guy. Uh, Brock Kang Kang. Uh. So from there, you guys go and talk. I was in KL having a holiday with my wife. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, anyways uh, someone in the chat, uh, Figolicious is asking how you brought uh, VPG to Asia. So technically... They are answering that question right now, so I just wanted to kind of bring it up. <laughs> so yeah, so okay, so Rob, uh, so uh, sorry, you so you 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 approach them and then they said okay. So which were the countries that you want that you went for first? Is it just Singapore first, or it was only Singapore market? first? It was yeah, only okay, Singapore first. So when we did the registration for Singapore, Singapore's league for the first season, and then some of the Malaysian teams actually came to us, asking uh, okay. us, "Are you opening up Malaysia?" So then after that. I cannot brainwash by rock for two days. Hey, ask him, ask them, ask them for the rights for Malaysia. <laughs> ask them for the right. He keep on asking. Ask them for the rights for Malaysia. Get Malaysia. So I was like, boleh ke kita tak run ni? <laughs> kita Singapore pun belum start lagi. <laughs> we haven't even started the league. We haven't had a team yet. Rock already asking for it. Malaysia, Malaysia. I so, remember the schedule. Uh, there's also there's uh, this big league also. So I think uh, year year in year out, season in season out, it's been the same kind of uh, thing. Uh, so we we thought maybe if we were to bring uh, VPG Malaysia in uh, with something different, I think we can attract more. And we actually did attract more teams, and we we uh, we convinced some of the top teams from the Malaysia Pro Club scene to actually join our league. Nice. Then okay, then after Malaysia, Singapore, Malaysia were the first two. Then actually expanded to Indonesia. What okay? Currently, VPG Asia. What are the markets that you guys are currently in in Asia at the moment? Singapore, Malaysia, Brunei. We closed down. We merged with Indonesia, so we ran it as one league. Uh, mm-hmm. Thailand, 
then Vietnam, Vietnam is just a small league because the community there is relatively small. So, mm-hmm. and Myanmar, there was Myanmar until uh, whatever happens now took over. So, they, yeah. currently, currently there's no Myanmar league. And then uh, Hong Kong is actually an independent league. So, they they were in with another organization before this. So, after they saw whatever happened to, to what, I mean, they saw what we did with the rest of Southeast Asia, they wanted to come in as well. So they are part of us as well. Taiwan, same thing. Taiwan and Hong Kong, actually, we got them as a package. So when we, oh. initially, we just wanted Hong Kong. So after that, Hong Kong said, if you want me, you have to take Taiwan also. Huh? <laughs> was, huh? <laughs> so I said, wow, you guys really bargain. Uh. I said, okay, la, just take both. La. I mean, it's, it's good for my portfolio also because I, I have both and I don't have to actually start from scratch because there is already a leak going on already. So the database are all there already. And then for Japan and China, uh, we 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 have someone from from Bandai who is actually running the leaks for uh, for Japan and China because Japan and China relatively they is their culture whereby they will only support people from their own country. So this guy from Bandai is actually from China, so he runs the ones in China and also he runs the one in Japan because he is based in Japan and he is from China. So he's so is. He is like two in one, lah. Basically, he can speak Chinese, he can speak Japan. So basically, they, they even the Japanese teams doesn't know that he's Chinese. So wow. yeah, yeah. So so that's how it is for for Japan and China. Uh, and then for Bangladesh, the 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 leaks, basically the leaks by itself, auto by itself came to us. They wanted they wanted a a, a platform, a platform by itself whereby they uh because. When they wanted to join us, we actually told them what our plans are, what my plans are for, for, for the years, and then the what they can do and they can't do when should they decide to, to join us. Because there are other organizers as well. Whereby, I mean, year in year out, you play for them, but then it is just for for Facebook purpose. Whereby you are only known within the 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 community circle itself. No one outside the community actually knows that you existed, knows that you are the champion, knows that your team actually are playing this game mode. Okay, thank you. Yep. So I think so. So that's awesome, though. I think I think the way you've grown literally from just one market to I think literally to all of Asia right now, okay. And then so currently, what it's just the four of you guys running all of these markets, or I mean, do you guys have people all in the different markets actually currently running running the every market there? We we do have their local people to run. So yeah, we we sort of give them uh, their locals because for for the other local leagues they do have registration fees, so it also mm-hmm. generates revenue and and a source of income for them as well. Especially during COVID when when they were most badly hit, I think Thailand mm-hmm. Thailand really uh, was most grateful that they came in with us because that's when they they generate the most revenue during that period because we were like literally filtering the teams that we do not want to them. Yeah. So, so we we do not we do not take every single team, even though there's 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 a number of teams that wanted to join us for Malaysia. So we told them that uh, we only were accepting this num- certain numbers of teams, and then the rest went actually went to Thailand. So it was diverted that way. Understand, understand. So okay, so now now that you guys actually have done BBH, I think one thing that's really interesting is so you guys started having like. Inter inter league tournaments where you know people from Malaysia will go against like you know Singapore or even like a, a national team for Singapore. I want to ask someone like Isham who I know has represented Singapore, you know, from a pro club's perspective. Am I right? You did you did you did represent you were like you were the captain, right? Or uh, the manager, depends. Or depends on which league you are referring to. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, I was from the other league that they were mentioning before uh, joining up with with uh, the rest of them. Back then, uh, I was managing the national team itself. Uh, right now in VPG, uh, I'm just a player, but I do help out as well, lah. Okay, mm. maybe okay. I mean, just maybe from your perspective, right? Like as a player, right? As someone, yep. as someone who's not just organizing, but also really, you know, in the heat of things, though, so you have your own team, Gary Gamers, and stuff like that. You know, how do you see the growth of, of pro clubs in the past few years? Like, has, because I, I see it as it's growing like mad though. Like, uh, I, I find it now, you know, I, 
Okay, there, there's a lot of reasons. I come from the food world, right? I come from the world of, of you know, packs and, you know, uh, spending way too much money for your own good on a video game. I come from that world, right? And I <laughs> yes, think yes. I, I find that Pro Clubs is such a breath of fresh air. Like, my guys this year, like, okay, FTRD, we started playing Pro Clubs technically last year during COVID. Uh, mm. But then this year, we started, like, we're having a property. And I tell my, and I, I think the joy that my guys have playing Pro Clubs, you know, the, the amount of fun they have is yep. so different from the amount of fun they have playing foot. <laughs> they don't have any fun playing foot. No, foot to them is almost Definitely. like a job. I'm being honest. It's like a job. But pro clubs to them is extremely fun. They they get to interact with each other. You know, the chats, are, the, 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 the pro clubs chats are hilarious. Are. I think you're laughing because I know that, you know, the, the things that you guys say to each other during the games, uh, it's amazing. So I think I just want to ask also, like for a guy that, for, I mean, for you, you see where pro clubs was until now, you know, what, what, what is it? How big? You said some sound there. Is it from you? Uh, playing music. It's not for me. It's for me. Not for me. That's that's no, definitely wrong. Probably wrong. So, anyways, yeah. Uh, so it, yeah. So, 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 uh, maybe can tell us a little bit more, you know, about your experience on that. Uh, to be really honest, I think uh, the pro club scene really exploded with uh with VPG coming on board, because I was from I was from the other leagues uh that that they were talking about. I uh, was one of the founders as well. Uh, we started back in 2010, you know, uh, the first league uh, in Asia. Even Malaysia back then did not have any leagues. Indonesia, uh, we pioneered quite a number of things in terms of the rules and regulations. Everybody came on board. But um, there was no progress back then. For so many years, it's quite stagnant. Uh, no doubt there were uh, international tournaments being held uh, for the national teams and all that. But... Beyond that, there's really no progress. There's no prize money involved. Uh, you know, there's no sponsors and whatsoever. So really, the pro club scene really exploded in the last two years. I would say the last two three years when VPG actually came on board, and they just took off. Um, you know, VPG exploded with uh, you know Singapore, Malaysia, and you know you can see like uh, even uh, in the Malaysia scene where you know. The, the government over there is very supportive of, of VPG Malaysia with the Prime Minister even, you know, mentioning uh, VPG Malaysia because of, of what they have won uh, during the Sea Nations Cup, if I'm not wrong. So, you Asian know, Cup. all these... Ah, Asian Cup. Yes, yeah, sorry. Asian Cup. Asian so, Asian. yeah, that, that was that was when actually I think Pro Clubs really took off. But, um, you know, I think the next step is, you know, getting Pro Clubs to be recognized by EA, which I think... Uh, <laughs> It's going to be quite yeah. difficult because the European side, you know, uh, overseas, they have been trying, um, but it's not it's not happening. Okay, but having said that, of course, they do have, um, you know, um, existing esports teams coming on board, you know, on the VPG platform as well. Real life football, you know, playing pro clubs or you know, representing a real life football club. So that's that's progress right there, and hopefully, you know, we can do something in Singapore. We've seen Malaysia. Um, improving on that aspect because you know we have for example Kerte FC coming on board they are real life football team and they we used they to have, have Queen's, Queen's Park Rangers right? HS used yes. to be yes. the Queen's Park Rangers, Queen's Park Rangers. <laughs> I remember that I remember that Rangers, guys. I used yeah, to banish Queen's Park Rangers together with Buzz Buzzinho uh, some of your players also yes was with me yeah uh, yeah, uh, yeah correct and Zig as well we were playing you know um Back then, it was quite fun, uh, but of course, you know the the difference is that you know we, we can't really uh, how should I put it we can't really link with Q, QPR because it's not a club that is uh, happening locally, you see. So it's not really something that you can actually connect with, uh, as compared to let's say Kerti FC in Malaysia. So you see, like like this one question that uh, a very a very good friend of ours this Sazli. When can EA recognize pro clubs leagues as big as food? I honestly, even I, I devil, I, I'm, I'm very much involved in the food scene. I find pro clubs to be the most purest form of competitive competitive FIFA because it's eleven people against eleven people. It's not one person and AI versus one person versus AI and AI, which is basically what one of my is. I think Sazli, if EA can figure out a way to get our money. Out of pro club, I think they will actually recognize pro clubs. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. You have, there are consequences. Like if this were to happen, uh, prepare your banks or uh, your wallets, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think some. Yeah, 
so so one one way to look at it right like you look at like things like league of legends and dota right like there is a way for you to actually have a very healthy economy like uh you know uh esports economy within the game itself like for dota for example like uh any purchase like i think a very small amount if i'm not wrong i, I can't remember the exact percentage but the exact the small percentage of whatever you pay for in game items goes into a price pool you know for that you can do that for pro club right. Right? something as similar as jerseys doesn't have to be about don't don't do upgrades uh. let's talk about that like, you know special customizations i mean small small amounts just like how many million people playing fifa right now it's easy for right. i think yeah. but I, i i always feel that ea ea just have that cash cow in alternate team right the more and every year that cash cow keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. like comes to a point where you know why why do i even care about pro clubs so Okay. Um, so that's just my take. That's just my my view on it. Maybe you guys can share about how what what you guys think. You know, on how pro clubs can eventually be as big as as other uh, as as food. Actually, to be honest, right, EA can actually just take a look at uh, NBA 2K. NBA 2K mm-hmm. has a perfect way of actually monetizing customizations, mm-hmm. and a lot of Very- players around the world are actually playing NBA 2K and I've tried it out myself the customizations are crazy you can have logos you know you can have your own basketball court add in your own logos yeah. your own colors jerseys you can design it you know whatever everything is customizable you can even pay for stats you know literally you can uh, use real money if you have no time to actually uh, level up or you know grind the, the, the game itself just pay money And you know you get points to add up. You know it's something that um, EA can actually consider. It's a win-win situation for everybody. We can get customized teams on board with your own um, jerseys and logos. You know at the same time, EA is also uh, getting money from us. Yeah, it's my take. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So because I've been playing NBA for the last few months or so. So yeah, I mean I I don't need to grind it. I just need to just pay it. So yeah, it's true that what Hisham just said. Everything if they want to use this kind of uh outlook that NBA uh, it should be good at for pro club. I mean everybody wants to have their own jersey. They want want to have their own club or better still have a substitute. You know what I mean? Substitute is good. Yeah, but until now it's just 11 11. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's where that's why it's a bit it's uh, yeah, and this, this is the issue with EA. Lah. I mean the thing is like I said, I just feel that you know there's so much they can do, but they just don't. <laughs> and I I don't know whether that will change in any form because I've been playing FIFA for so long. As much as I'm invested and uh, also passionate about it, I'm also irritated and pissed off at at, at the whole company at times. Uh, but okay, let's let's talk more about more fun time, more more fun fun. So uh, you know, Hisham talked about you know the growth, right? You know, I think where it really hit the the, the big the big jump was actually when I, I was very surprised and actually very happy for you guys when I found out that you know during COVID, especially during that period, you know, uh, a national broadcaster like RTM in Malaysia you know, was willing to showcase pro clubs matches uh, or endorse pro club matches in some form or way. I thought that was insane because um, RTM, yes, I, I last time uh, my my parent, my father has a kampung in in uh, in uh, in Melaka. Uh, and I always hated RTM because they never have good shows. <laughs> All the shows always repeat. Uh, but um, I, I, but it's the it's the RTM attitude is like literally a national broadcaster, man. You know, everybody is actually gets access to that. So maybe you can just kind of run through basically how that happened. Or how did you guys even manage to even you know close that deal or even get that uh, opportunity to showcase VPP VPP matches in such a huge platform? Yusuf, Silicon. So how it came about was, uh, it was during the C Nations Cup. Uh, RTM's head of content actually watched the Malaysia versus Singapore match. Eh, uh, sorry, not Malaysia versus Singapore. It was Malaysia versus Indonesia, I think. It was in the semi-final. So they 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 watched that match and they were amazed by the numbers. So mm-hmm. they contacted me. They contacted me and then they asked me, "What is this?" I said, "It's a game, ah. <laughs> It's a football game, ah. <laughs> What is this? <laughs> they, send, they, they literally send me an email, subject to whom it may concern, 
And in the email, dear sir, what is this? <laughs> and the moment I saw the email, I was like, is this a spam email or what? But then I saw the email, it was at RTM, okay? Okay. So maybe spammers are, are going to the next level. I said, okay, lah, why not? I entertain. Lah. So I entertain. I said, okay, why not you give me a contact number? We discuss this over the phone. I think it would make sense because since you are also working from home and I was at home, it was during CB and they were during uh, MCO. So it doesn't make any sense for for you to tell me that you can't talk on the, over the phone. Yeah, so he responded to me immediately. I was like, wow, okay, this guy really got nothing to do. So I called him. I called him. I was like, okay, so is this guy for is this guy? What if I was in my mind? I was like, what if it's a prank? Eh? Mana tu ni one of these budak budak VPG Malaysia player ke apa tak ada kerja nak pergi. I was like, say ni mai lah just give it a call lah. I mean, I got nothing to lose. I got and at the point of time I was free. I got nothing to do also. So I called them and they asked me, we want that. We want kita nak kita nak apa yang awak tunjuk semalam. Kak, ha? Tunjuk apa siak? Oh, he said, apa yang kita nampak dekat stream one play sports uh, at the point of time was, yeah, was, was one play sports oh, yang kita nampak dekat stream one play sports oh itu FIFA oh FIFA yang game tu kan uh, yang game tu lah jadi tu semalam tu game lah cakap ah yes itu game <laughs> tapi dia memang biasa je FIFA ni satu lawan satu kan tak ada tak ada kita pilih sebelas lawan sebelas yelah bola memang sebelas lawan sebelas No, no, no. It's literally 11 players versus 11 players. So, I really had to explain to them the the entire pro clubs, how pro clubs run. Because on people's mindset, anybody's mindset, FIFA game yeah. is just 1v1. Yeah. So, they they don't they don't know that this this game mode actually exists. So, which is why it, it which is why I, I was saying that the bigger leagues before that did not even bother to do this kind of marketing. So, because that's why if they had done this, this kind of market, marketing, I think we wouldn't even have VPG in the first place. Because if they had done the marketing, people would have already known and this thing would have already gone off the roof already before that, even before this. So, the, so the, he was asking me that macam mana kita boleh buat this arrangement? So, I, was, I asked them directly, you guys got studio? Ya, yeah, kita RTM. You guys got commentator? Tak ada, tapi kita boleh ada budget lah. Ah, bagus. So, <laughs> I was like, okay, bagus. <laughs> you have the budget. So, <laughs> so, I told them, I told them, I don't want a single cent from you guys. I know this is a difficult time and you guys are also struggling because you you cannot shoot new dramas, you cannot shoot new documentary show, you cannot do anything. So, so I, I told him that how many manpower will you be needing to run this? So, he asked me what is required from his side. I, I literally had I think about four hours conversation with them explaining what is needed, what we will provide and everything. So, and all in all, they actually activated 12 staff back to the studio. So, these 12 staff were previously uh, placed on ho- at home on unpaid leave. So, they were recalled back to work for the pro club matches. So, they took all the Malaysia matches, the Malaysia league and then came the magic word again. Lah. So, how much do we have to pay? So, I said, it's, it's, it's free. I said, it's free because I just, first of all, we did this is for the progression of Pro Club. Second of all, is the exposure for the players. Because yep. at the end of the day, during lockdown, is the best time for you to get people to recognize the player, to recognize the games that they are playing. And through, lo and behold, they really got got the support of, I think, the whole country lah. Yeah, Basically, yeah. I think even 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 the 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 senior citizens were actually watching on the TV itself. So to me, that was that was really a, a huge impact for for pro clubs itself in this region. Yeah, I think for me, right, FIFA. The 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 reason why I invest my my money into FIFA, uh, not just from personally but also from an esports perspective, is because FIFA. If you compare it to any other esports, it's the only esports that anybody can watch and actually understand and actually be a part of it. Like for example, I until now, as much as I know Dota, I don't understand Dota when I watch, uh, when I watch it live, or when I watch uh, something like League of Legends. You know, it's so complex. You know, I don't understand why certain characters are doing certain things. But everybody knows football, 
So it's so easily to, it's so easily digestible as an esports compared to any other games. You play Street Fighter also as compared to this Street Fighter, uh, it's very boring compared to when you play Street Fighter. If you really look at how they play Street Fighter and compare it, it's two different things. But FIFA is FIFA, man. That's the beauty of FIFA, though. Like I've had a lot of experiences where I've actually seen how people can can just watch it like as if it's real, as if it's actually real football, and they actually enjoy it more because it's more fast paced. You know, because of animations, the skills, and stuff like that. So I always believe that you know, if you get FIFA on a big stage, it will definitely uh, it will encompass a lot of people. That's why I say like next year when there's World Cup, when there's Euros, this year should be Euros. Next year World Cup, you're gonna see a lot of brands, a lot of people wanting to actually start even dabbling in FIFA because that's the next best thing that they can get after after real football. So this is a perfect example of that, like the fact that you know everyone was watching, yeah. Okay, so now the next thing that I kind of want to ask is that something happened right along the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we got, Lord. we got, you guys, Lord. <laughs> yeah, you guys managed to get a big deal, you know. Um, and it's amazing that you that you've actually kind of you know been open to even say that I didn't even ask for money, which I thought was amazing because you could have. I think they were very vulnerable at that point of time. They needed content. Anybody would ask for money, bro. But it's 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 amazing that you didn't. So I think one thing I want to ask, and I think I'm going to leave it up to you. So what happened, bro? Like what happened to that deal? I mean, after after a while, there were. I mean, I, I won't go too deep into the drama, but it'd be it'd be good to kind of understand how it how things went on from your end. Like what you how it actually you know how things happened on your end. Like what 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 when you found out the news, and then you know suddenly you got you got pulled out. You know what was what what, what how was it like for all of you? You know when when the, the whole thing was happening. I think at a point of time EA enjoyed watching RTM Malaysia that's why we were shocked that EA actually watch RTM Malaysia we garuk kepada like why would an an EA sports company be watching Malay channel like broadcasting channel yeah, this, this was literally inside our whatsapp chat why would RTM, why would EA watch RTM and not watch Sky Sports because our Europe side is actually broadcasting on Sky Sports I mean, uh, if Europe is still broadcasting it and EA is based in UK, and they and they can go on like nobody's business. So I mean, yeah. maybe they were looking at Nilofa because at that point of time Nilofa was still single. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe. Okay, okay, okay. For the benefit of the listeners and the viewers who don't know what happened, maybe you can just explain first what happened. Uh, why what, what happened first, and then maybe go deep into that. Maybe, uh, maybe rock, rock, uh, rock or guitar. Uh, <laughs> if I if I speak, I will mention the name. Uh. I, I don't want to mention. Yeah, you initial, initial, initials. Okay. The the thing is, when I woke up, I received a text message from RTM. They they mm. said that, uh, bro, we have to stop this. I say stop what? Yeah, what this? I mean, it's like the way you say it's like we are having some kind of scandal or what? <laughs> no, we have to stop this. I was like, stop what? And then he said, "Uh, the whole VPG thing." I was like, "Huh?" I said, "Why? You guys don't owe us any money. We are not collecting any money. I mean, there's no reason for you guys to stop it." Right? Oh, uh, because we received a lawyer letter. Wow. From a part, from a yeah from a particular wow. football association, uh, okay. stating in any letter in in that letter it stated that uh EA <laughs> had told them that. We were that RTM and VPG were breaching the uh what is it called EA guidelines. EA guidelines. EA guidelines. Interesting. And then yeah, so so yeah, which is why in our group chat we were like, EA tengok RTM. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so okay, so 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 this was okay. A letter sent to RTM by the FA, right? Yep. Yep. So the FA, okay, and the F, and in that letter said that we were they were breaching. Yep. Why? How does how does the FA have the power to actually tell RTM to stop? Because uh, uh, the FA claimed that they were partners of EA for oh. that particular country. Yeah. So basically, EA wrote into them. They wrote into RTM. Yeah. So so the. Yeah, I mean, until now, it's still a mystery. Like, which EA staff actually watch RTM lah, from Europe? <laughs> Maybe we, uh, we, there's only one EA, there's only one EA partner in Malaysia. Uh, so, our suspicion was maybe this particular uh, organization okay. was the one who actually... Uh, yeah, but so far, we didn't, 
I mean, that's only assumption now. Whereby we we can only assume, but then ultimately we receive a, a letter from FAM. So yeah, it it is okay. decision from FAM. So yeah, we have to respect it lah because EA has has it inside the guideline that no matches should be broadcasted on TV okay. or radio. Yeah, so everything has to go through online, whereby like YouTube on uh, Facebook, Twitch. Yeah. So if it's on Facebook and all is fine, it just cannot be on TV. And that's the reason. I, I think the reason is probably they actually have license license fees to. I mean, EA wants to charge license fees. Right? Was there any opportunity for you guys to actually work out, you know, with EA to actually still go on with RTM, or you just didn't didn't want to just go go that far? No, uh, actually. RTM didn't want to go already because RTM said the purpose that they wanted to do it was to bring it to TV because I mean even though it's the modern age but they they were trying to reach to all age groups of viewers so which is why TV was actually the the, the first choice. But the thing is, was there was there any way for uh, was there any way uh, for you guys to actually work with EA or the representative to actually so I okay the reason why I say this is because. If they're saying stuff like that, right, they probably want something out of it, right? I mean, let's be, let's be honest. Like, uh, we actually, made up, right? we actually yeah. met up with FAM. Uh. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so our, yeah. our guys in KL actually met up with FAM. Uh, hmm. They had a meeting on this. I was I was on conference call with them during that, that meeting as well. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, there wasn't anything mentioned about monetary or, or anything. So, they were... They basically were trying to to make sure to be in the good books of EA. So I told them even during that meeting, I told them our Turkish league is running on Turkey International TV. Our mm. Europe is actually running on Sky Sports, and it's in Europe. And you know how big Sky? If you compare Sky Sports and RTM, I think you you mm. do your maths. You should know which one is bigger, which has more viewers. I mean, if Sky Sport is still running it, I don't understand why RTM you are, you guys are not allowing it. Uh, because I I even told them that. I even told them that, I mean, you are, this doesn't affect me anything. I mean, if you stop me now, I will still run my league. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't affect me the most. It affects the, the staff that, that were actually working on the production. Yeah. Because by yeah. doing yeah. so, you, I mean, a lot of, not it's not one or two staff that actually are actually going back on unpaid leave. It's a lot of staff. I mean, mm-hmm. eight, ninth staff, and then plus the two casters. I mean, 11. Everyone just lost their job. I mean, sort of lost their job lost their job at that point of time. Uh. So, they were at the moment they said, no, we, we still you still have to stop now. So, I said, okay lah. I said, by all means. So, that's when we went to another product, another broadcaster and then that's how One Play Sports came about in taking over Malaysia. Understand, understand. Yeah, that's a good point though. I think if people don't see that part, right? Like, you know, people think, oh, you know what, we don't get to see, you know, ProCraft's life. But I think what what what's really important here is that you created jobs, like right? I think close to about 12 people in your job, you know, and then suddenly now that 12 jobs has disappeared again, you know, so, and how long, how long were you guys on RTM eventually? How long did that last? I think two months plus. Eh? Two, two, at least three months. Eh? Three months <laughs> okay, and this thing actually happened after Malaysia won the Asian Cup. Yes, the players, exactly. The yes. players got recognition from Domino's Pizza, received free pizza from Domino's, yeah. uh, re- received I think numerous yeah. interviews from TV3, NTV7. Uh, from Even from the Prime Minister. Yeah, after that, yeah. after that Prime Minister. Yeah, it was after the Prime Minister's congratulatory message on live. That's when suddenly the let, the, the magic letter came in. Came in for the past the three months, yeah, for the past for the three past months, months, the month. has been running. There was no <laughs> letter or lawyer letter. Only after <laughs> the recognition gain, uh, this, this happened. <laughs> okay, I think next thing is that so yeah, that's that's interesting. Though. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, Malaysia did win an Asian Cup throughout throughout that, that that whole thing, right? Like maybe Rob, you can talk about it. And how how since technically you're I mean you're Singaporean, but you live in Malaysia now, so you could say you're also fifty percent Malaysian <laughs> to a certain extent. But I just want to ask, like you know, when that happened, how how, how was your how how was your emotion when seeing Malaysia go? And, and, and all the way into beating beating the best teams, you know, in Asia. I think uh, not. I think for taking on behalf the of the pro club com- community in Malaysia and Singapore, I think we were all really happy because uh, because of the uh, recognition we got and 
the attention we got. I think we've never throughout the pro club's uh, career uh, since we all started. I think we have never received this type of uh, attention. So I think that was the main uh, the main thing that actually made uh, everyone happy. Eh? Because uh, finally we we are seeing that uh, pro club is uh, moving a step forward or ahead. Eh? And I think it still is though. I think the best part is that I find that now, even for what happened last year, it, has, it didn't actually derail your momentum. I think it actually increased your momentum, momentum even more. I think there's the leagues are the so the, the leagues are even uh, even more popular right now. I find uh, there's so many teams. Uh, there's always and, 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 and you guys always are. This is another thing I wanted to really the community that you guys have, right? That the pro clubs community is is so strong. You know, there's so many uh, because everyone has eleven players, right? So there's there's always a huge number of people. Like within one league itself, I, I'm guessing there's close to about a few hundred people that are really competing. So you really have that group of people, you know, competing and actually communicating with each other and all. So I think, I, and I leave this up to, you know, to you guys. You know, what is the future now that you've had so much, you've grown, grown so much in the past two, three years, right? You know, how do you see VPG, you know, in the next five years, you know, uh, in the next five years? Hmm. I, think, uh, I think I think for us on our VPG side, I think we have shown uh, how far we can take uh, this pro club scene. I think it's up to the community now to actually uh, work together with us to actually make it uh, even even bigger. So yeah, yeah. I think, I think the next you know, yeah, the next step, of course, you know, if let's say we can get real life football clubs to actually endorse VPG. Uh, uh, in Singapore, in Malaysia, getting more, um, you know, real-life football clubs, you know, starting their own esports team. I think uh, that would somehow, you know, put put VPG on, on the EA's radar even more, I would say. Uh, granted, I mean, Europe side, they're already, already doing it, but nothing is progressing. But uh, hopefully, you know, uh, here in Singapore, in Malaysia, um, you know, real, real football clubs can actually open their eyes and, and support VPG, um, start their own esports league with us you know who knows yeah actually actually i think i remember that time when we first beginning yusuf say something about s league want to get the s league guys something like sponsor remember you know yusuf we had dreams you know actually yusuf is uh, the the brain in this group actually he has a lot of dreams doing a lot of things and i i do hope uh, that one day that you know we get that kind of platform like what malaysia has Singapore League, S League, you know, at least let's try something like we, we, these players are like from Tanjung Paga, so from home team, or SF, you know what I mean? So we get played and maybe get paid for pro club to step up the next level to get the recognition that we have been playing for how long? How long in this pro club? Five years, six years, seven years? Yeah, I think, I think, I also think that seven years. Uh, right now, esports <laughs> is actually. Esports is actually uh, what do you want? How do you say? It? Uh, is it the in thing right now? So I think it's a yeah. it gives a very huge opportunity to all these football clubs to actually have their own esports team, send them for uh, big major tournaments as well. I think uh, for Singapore for S League is to be honest, it's impossible to go through lah. I know. <laughs> I was so many answers. I feel your pain, bro. I've been I've been also like uh trying my best. I think my mind is a bit different. I'm trying to I'm trying to build that, you know, uh food Singapore ethnic, but it's actually more towards food. Like one person will represent a team like the way Malaysia does that like, yep. But I tell yep. you, getting to those red tape, bro, I tell you, my god. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I met a few of them numerous time. I even met FAS, went mm. through FAS. I mean, <laughs> there is nothing that can oh. be done. I, I think I think my biggest regret was not getting JDT lah. Yeah, we were supposed to, we were supposed to sign with JDT. I think nice. if that if we had signed with JDT and if not because if it's not because of the the economy, uh, the economies. Uh, terms, yeah, yeah, their partnership with Konami. I think, I think I can just close down VPG and then I will just play with JDT. <laughs> Esports team join another league. 
<laughs> I, think, I think that would be enough for me. <laughs> uh, I, I think one thing that's really interesting, and I think I, I this is just my take. I, I find that, and 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 I'm not I'm not trying to diss asleep or anything in like that, but I find that sometimes we, you know, from the esports world, right, we are too dependent on having, I would say, um, some sort of like, um, like we feel that like we need to be validated by the real clubs. But sometimes you forget the thing uh, that some of these pro clubs teams that you have, uh, you know, if we work on it together, we can build our own audience. We can build our own uh, our own group of people. Think about it, right? You know, it's not as if Eslik got that many fans also for each club, if they're being spoilers, right? You know, they're not, it's not, it's not to the level of, you know, Premier League or anything like that. I I I I foresee a world uh, where where even the our pro clubs or our esports teams can even be more popular than actual football teams in Singapore. Because you think about it, right? Like you look at all the popular esports teams, like uh, Evos, uh, Flash, or whatever not. Think about it; like, they have way more fans than any S League team can ever have. Let's be very right. Let's be very true. So I think, yep. Yeah. So maybe mm-hmm. one way to think about it is that you know, it's I I try to I I totally I'm I'm where you are. You so I also try. You know, trying to get that validation because you feel that like, oh, if let's say a real football club join us automatically, people will look at it. But then again, do we really need that? Though? Or can we just build our own audience, or build our own community? You already have a strong community as a whole with APG. Maybe that's another thing that we can do, man. Just, just, um, just, just work on our teams. Uh, you know, I think what we really need right now is actually validation from brands. That's why I kind of highlighted what Sazi said. We need proper sponsors for pro clubs. You know, you guys have an audience. We need to monetize hmm. that audience and actually have proper people paying for the team. So imagine, let's say you got, uh, let's say Garrett Gamers, for example. Let's say we can hook Garrett Gamers up with a proper uh, proper, proper sponsor. Uh, the method would be like CSL. Lah. Like if you look at how CSL is actually a China Super League, right? Their teams are all, uh, all fronted by companies. So you can do something hmm. like that. Maybe like every team, you actually do it as a whole and then you actually plant each team, uh, each 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 uh, company into a specific team or something along those lines. I don't know. Just some ideas, I guess, that we can kind of discuss. And we can. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that we can eventually build an audience bigger than than the SLIC team? I think this, we have already explored this, whatever you had uh, proposed. We have already explored it. Uh, we have already approached several Companies are even like courts. The first one I approached was courts because oh, nice. my mind was my mind was like, okay, if if a, if a team is being sponsored by courts, then they don't have to think about their PS4, or PS5 lah. It's automatically <laughs> courts just sponsor them lah. <laughs> so so at that point of time, uh, courts said, uh, we are not looking to to go into esports yet because uh, I mean to to be honest, Singapore's company. Businesses they are not actually as open as what they have in Malaysia, because for Malaysia yeah. they they do have that spending power when it comes to esports. I mean, it's it's a form of marketing for them. Whereas for yeah. Singapore, they don't see it as a marketing platform. They say see they still have that. I mean, the mindset of our parents lah, whereby main game waste time je. Yeah, yeah, that kind okay, of. Okay, this this is my this is my this is my proposal to you. You bring me the next time, and I tell you which 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 uh, which companies to go for. There is, I can tell you for a fact, there is, bro. I I work on these companies almost on a daily basis, just about finding the right 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 group. But yeah, we can do that. We can do that. That's something that we can kind of do. Bro. Yeah, I'm not saying that I can do it. I can change things overnight, but I can guarantee you now. Maybe maybe that was then, uh, but this year especially, the number of companies that are looking into spending some form of money on esports. Yeah, it's, it's it's no joke, bro. Like there is a lot of people looking at at, at, at our our esports. It's just that FIFA is one of the esports that is on the lower totem pole compared to every, everybody wants. Yeah, hey, you got FIFA team, no? Yep. Hey, you got you got legend team, no? Uh, mobile legend, all this. Yeah, they are looking but, to that. Yeah, but I always say like you want mobile legends. Do you even know how mobile how it works, right? <laughs> you can even watch mobile legends and understand. What yeah, precise, precisely. Uh, yeah. So the thing is. Never mind. These are things that we can discuss as a whole. I think as a community, I would also like to help. Uh, I think we can all help each other in some form or way. Uh, okay, anyway, you're reaching the one hour mark already. Time flies, definitely. Uh, so I think before we end, I just want to give you guys an opportunity to have any last parting words before we end the podcast. Um, 
And uh, so you can start with Isham. You have anything to say? Uh, so uh, okay. So first of all, I just want to say it out here. You know, uh, thank you to uh, Halim, you know, Yusuf, and Rob for inviting me into VPG's uh, team itself. Uh, I'm the I'm the last guy to actually join them for VPG Singapore, uh, and I really appreciate the 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 the, um, the opportunity that they have given me lah. And uh, like what um, Yusuf have actually pointed out on, on social media, you know, in the past one year, I've achieved so much and it's really thanks to VPG, you know, uh, as compared to, to what I've been playing for the past nine years. So that's really something. And of course, hopefully um, right now, the VPG Singapore team, all of us, we are discussing on how to actually improve the Singapore League uh, for everyone. Okay. So hopefully, you know, after Raya, uh, we have something up that is uh, interesting to all the Singapore teams out there and uh, we can uh, take off even more for VPG Singapore. Okay, awesome. Mr. Rock? Hey, you're muted, bro. Mute, 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 mute. Sorry. Why um... <laughs> trial? I, I hope uh, that the pro clubs community in uh, Malaysia and Singapore and also the rest of Asia uh, to continue supporting uh, the VPG. And uh, because uh, this is not where the pros play, this is where the champions play. <laughs> <laughs> That's his slogan, huh? Um, That's what he meant, okay? Support the champion this weekend. Yeah. This weekend? Eh, weekend Cup? Okay, that's about it. Okay, okay. Uh, actually, I before I say something, I like to say thank you to Hisham and Rob. You've been both of you has been great for additional to support you so for the last few months that I'm away. I've been away for some time actually. I just came back, and uh, you so. I appreciate you. Even though I have some doubts, you're always the one who always pushed me up to, to where we are now. And I always have believed you. You are the best for this job. And we, I think both Hisham and Rob will appreciate you more. Lah, even though we always <laughs> to you. Lah. Okay. Lah. And of course, for me to see the pro club grow is also a dream of mine to get everyone here appreciated. And uh, of course, lastly, I would like to say this, a big shout out to all my former colleagues of One to Watch. And also, never say sorry, always bring back the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say sorry. Never say sorry. <laughs> okay. This one, my, my famous uh, slogan when I was a national coach. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Yusuf, Yusuf, the main man for yeah. VPG. The thing for me, uh, for Singapore players, we might have something for you in July. It's going to be big. If it goes through, it's going to be very big. I think, and I think the four that the four of us know what is actually going to happen. But then, I mean, we won't be announcing it yet until we get the pen to the paper lah. And, and I, yeah and I tell you if this were to happen all the big leaks wake I up I think uh, if, if this were to happen uh, were to happen I think the five of us gonna retire and we're gonna yeah. find someone else to do our jobs <laughs> yeah <laughs> they retire play PS5 and it blows the offer is on the table <laughs> yeah, keep, keep a look out. Uh, follow us on our Facebook pages uh, to get uh, daily updates uh, on what's going on around the VPG. Yeah, we should be having something very big in July, even for mm. for your f- foot players as well. Yeah. Oh, and of course. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you. And of course, thank you so much, yes, for having us today yeah. on your first episode. Thank you. I speak for the rest of the VPG team as well. You know, really appreciate your yeah. time today. Wait, hold on, hold on. We got forty-two viewers, guys. Hit the subscribe button now, guys. It's very cheap. Eight dollars <laughs> only. Forty-two of you guys. Eight dollars. Eight dollars. 
Nothing lah. Come on lah. Hit the subscribe button guys. Tak payah Just subscribe. Follow I happy daily. Follow I happy daily. Anyways, I'm, I, aku macam Yusof. I don't need money. I, I don't want money. I don't want money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want money. Nah man, thank you guys so much though. I think it's extremely important that, that we, bring, we bring the work that you guys do to light. Um, like I said at the start, you know, for me, my podcast is all about journeys. Uh. So I think it's really awesome to see the journey that I think all of you have been to see where ProClubs was and ProClubs is, especially when it comes to... Um, hey, thank you, Alama. Sazli, subscribe. Thank you, bro. Thank you so much for the subscription. Do subscribe on my Twitch channel as well. I'll trust for gaming. Thank you so much. <laughs> but yeah, but like I said, I mean, it's it's, it's important that people see people. Sometimes they see popular, they see something getting big, or they see something getting you know very successful. They don't understand the hard work, the pain that you know, like you know, you saw was saying. How many people that you've met? You know, all the clubs from S League, JDT. You know, you go through a lot of uh, uh, no's before you get your one yes. Sometimes you know, people don't go to understand all of those parts, and I think that's what this podcast is about. Uh, every week I will, you know, interview people who actually have gone through that journey to understand better, you know, how how they how they go through. So today was amazing. It was very eye-opening. And I really respect the work that you guys do. You know. uh, for me, I, I, I came to the pro club scene very, very late. But I, I love the pro club scene. I think it's a really, really, uh, it's still the purest form of FIFA competition. Uh, because it's always, like I said, 11 on 11. It's not one, one-on-one with 10 AI players that literally will not listen to whatever you do. And glitch, whatever. Yeah, no, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes real players also don't listen to what what uh, listen to you. So it's the same. Yeah, I don't want to listen to you. Even players don't want to listen to you. So the script is real. The script is real. Very hard. Very uh, hard. Okay. Okay, guys. So guys, thank you so much uh, for thank joining. Um, I'm gonna put this up on YouTube and Spotify soon. Also, so I'll send over the links. And guys, anyone that's actually commented today, I didn't want to say anything, will get a chance uh, to win one of those display posters. I will, uh, I will actually do the draw at the at the start of the next um, at the next uh, at the next uh, episode, which I always do. So tune in next episode, especially if you have been uh, chatting, uh, you have a chance to win of this one of those amazing display posters at the back. So uh, okay, guys, thank you so much again, Isham, Rob. Machak man, <laughs> and, and, Thank you, and the Godfather himself, Godfather of Pro Clubs. Mr. <laughs> uh, okay. uh, I'm looking the for local person to. I'm looking for a local person to rate. I think the only person I know that is actually Anup. So Anup is going to get rated. So you guys, uh, Anup does a lot of Call of Duty. He used to be a FIFA player, also. so so you guys can rate him. Yeah, let's read it. He used to play for Pro Club also, right? Yeah. He plays for QPR. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna read a QPR channel right now. So <laughs> all right. That's good. Yep. Okay, guys. Thank you so much, man. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks, yes. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.